Hey there, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm your host, Chris White, and this is the podcast where we take a look between the lines from the message each Sunday here at Victory Hill Church. Um, This past Sunday, we ended our series on ghost stories, and so we're going to be talking about that today, and with me is Pastor Aaron. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful today. It's a great day out, and uh, Thanksgiving's around the corner. We're getting closer and closer. Time uh, to eat a lot of food. Time to eat, uh, you know, so, I mean, are you supposed to diet before Thanksgiving? Like, is that like a rule? Like, you're supposed to diet the whole, like, week and a half, two weeks before Thanksgiving? Probably. I think the older I get, I just, I, I don't worry about it anymore. Is that what it is? You know, what, what age does that occur? You know, like you just decide that, Hey, who cares? Yeah. Man? It's you just know? like, I don't know. I'm just going to eat what I want to eat. Exactly. You know I mean? Right. So, try and stay healthy a yeah. little bit, I guess. So but, yeah, it's been a great day though. So, yeah. So, um, Hey, we always like to ask a question. It's a little fun to kind of okay. start out. And so I, I kind of wanted to get a little spiritual here, but also just kind of get your opinion Ooh, you're on changing the fun to spiritual. Huh? <laughs> so we do, we do a lot of series based teaching here mm-hmm. at Victory Hill. And so we've done a lot of series over the past few years in all of the ones that we've done. What would you say is your favorite sermon series that we've done? Here My favorite, your favorite sermon, sermon series. series. Wow. So now, okay. You taught so most me, of them, so well, I, mean, I have, you, kind of you know. So, so it's been a little yeah. over two years, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so I've probably taught about eighty, about eighty messages mm-hmm, or so, mm-hmm. um, in the two years or whatever. Um, okay, so I've got. Um, am I only allowed one? No, you can do two. We can do top two. Top, top two. two. Top two. Top two. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed, I don't know if people liked it, you know, like, so I mean, like, I mean, here's the question. Like, I said the, if you like liked it. Like the most that people liked it or like, who want to, um, I really enjoyed the guardrails series, um, mm-hmm. that we did. I feel like it's just one of the most like practical mm-hmm. application type messages and series that we've ever done. And so if you haven't watched the guardrail yeah, series, go check it go out. Go check that out. Um, and I just feel like it's just very practical for like, how do we use wisdom inside of our lives? Mm-hmm. How do we put some guardrails around? our relationships in different areas um and so really enjoyed the guardrails series um now the the next one would be mm-hmm. a toss-up um i i really enjoyed teaching through a series we did called dream okay. at the end of um as of the beginning of 19 yeah, 2019, 2019 yeah. um we did a, like a four-week series entitled dream just about the you know what the things that god's birthing inside of our lives mm-hmm. and really enjoyed that one and then the toss-up would be between that and um the relationship one that we did at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. um i felt like that was um pretty applicable um, for people goals, and stuff like that right? yeah yeah, yeah that and so th- those are probably um that was probably where do was your that top three yeah okay hey cool. well i mean so i'm gonna put you on the spot i mean like you throw it back you know like i taught most of them you know so um well what's do you have so have one that kind of sticks out yeah so i definitely guardrails i think is Mm -hmm. one of the best series that we've did here because of the application side of it i think it was Mm -hmm. really good um we also did a a see you did a series this is years ago so this is still one of the favorite series i think you've ever taught was between the trees do you remember that yes i do remember and that was like i don't i don't want to throw a number out there but that was like that was a while that was that was a long time ago yeah and uh uh, yeah so yeah i do remember that one i I really enjoyed teaching that one though too so so i thought that was a good series so if you're on youtube Mm -hmm. or you know i think we have some sermons on Vimeo too, so the, if you really want to keep it's probably on Vimeo. Probably on Vimeo. Yeah, <laughs> and the quality of it is, um, yeah. you know, if you watch quality now compared to there, you know, like I mean, this is exactly. like going, like it's VHS, yeah, to like, exactly. you know, like before four three, four because yeah, we're kicking it back exactly, on that exactly. One, so. But make sure you check those out. Um, yeah. Also, you like to use a lot of illustrations, um, which was to be honest, with you, when I when I first moved here, uh-huh. I think you were the first pastor that I'd like worked with that use illustrations on stage. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you use a lot of them. 
I, across all, you've done youth ministry, and mm-hmm. so across all of the different realms, what is your favorite illustration that you've used? My favorite illustration. So I do love using illustrations mm. because um, part of that's because I'm a visual learner. Yep. And the other side, even I've I've sometimes decided, and maybe this isn't always true. <laughs> this is my philosophy: is a sometimes a bad illustration is better than no illustration, mm-hmm. um, because even if it's bad, people remember how bad it was. <laughs> yep. But then they just kind of connected to go, man, that was a really bad illustration. But you know what he was talking about, and so like that's that's my biggest thing. Like if yeah. I can ever find an illustration, uh, whether it's good or bad, <laughs> I just kind of roll with it because I do think when we do something visually, there are a lot of visual learners, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a little bit that way, and so. When I've done illustrations, I can almost remember the at least the concept of every mm-hmm. message I've ever taught that I've done an illustration to, um, where I don't necessarily, I mean, this sounds bad, right? Like, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that, but you know, you start going back like 10 years and yeah, you start yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. those things and like, you're like, oh, like, you yeah, know, what, what was, was that? that? You yeah, know, yeah. like, so like, I mean, I remember series between the trees because I had two trees on uh-huh. stage of the yeah. mirrors. Um, so one of my favorite ones is um, one that I did and it was an illustration that I used off the pastor scripture that nothing can separate us from the love of God mm-hmm. and I had two boards on stage and I took a hammer and I hammered the two boards together talking about how nothing can separate us from the love of God then I took a, a, a drill and I drilled those together talking about how absolutely nothing can separate us from mm-hmm. the love of God then I took duct tape and kind of rolled it up on it and, and tied mm-hmm. it all together that absolutely nothing could take uh, separate us from the love of God that was one of my favorite ones um, okay. I've always remembered that one mm-hmm. and I probably shouldn't have shared that because it's been a long time since I've used it. So I'm, it's probably it's coming back coming up, back. you know, it's like gonna there's going to come a backup. Time. So don't go watch that video. I, well, I, I'm sharing my content I know, now, I'm you sorry, know, or whatever, you know. Um, and then I did, um, so I got actually a couple. Okay. okay. <laughs> then my other one, um, I did a message on Noah one time and it was called Board to Boat. Mm-hmm. And um, we took boards or whatever and talked about, you know, the struggle of obedience inside of our lives. What God, what is God asking us to do as we build these boats inside of our lives? And are mm-hmm. we willing to say yes? So that it made the, the story of Noah very practical um you know now now illustrations can always backfire on you and so last not this Easter but the Easter before I did yeah, the ones yeah. with some chains and and literally I wasn't I, gonna bring that up but uh, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like you know so the, but like I said a bad illustration still works you know and uh and the the goal was like that he set us free or whatever mm-hmm. and these chains were all supposed to fall I, I literally practiced that thing I mean it took forever to set yeah, that yeah, one yeah, up you yeah, know and like I practiced it probably 20 times it worked flawlessly every time uh-huh. and then the one service the the one board didn't, they just fall. didn't fall i threw it almost at pastor dave almost knocked him out and had i heard work, about that for, heard comp. about that for like weeks you know i mean you think it you know think you let it go or something <laughs> like that you know it's like but um i think we have video footage of that too he was ducking we? the board yeah we need we need some outtakes of those you know like i said though like it, I mean, it still got the it thing, did, but then like, did, people are like, so does that one not get set free in our life? You know? so, but here's the thing, a bad illustration, they'll still remember that one. Yeah, so, That is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think illustrations are amazing. I think it does. It brings the, the focus of the message to a visual point where you can kind of see and understand it. So I think it's awesome. Um, so j- jumping to Sunday's message and what we talked about is we kind of ended out this ghost story series. Yeah. We've been talking, in, ca- in case you're just now watching, uh, ghost stories has been about the power of the Holy Spirit at work exactly. inside of our life. And so um, this past week we kind of closed and we kind of talked about something that's a little touchy and controversial um, when it comes to the Holy Spirit. 
but I think it really is just misunderstood. Yes. And I think that's a lot of the reason. You talked about some of that Sunday. Um, so you talked about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. you said that there are three types of baptism. Mm-hmm. There's baptism in Christ, mm-hmm. water baptism, and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. All right. And so talk to me for a minute. We'll start with the first two, baptism in Christ and water baptism, yeah. and then we'll jump into the... Yeah. And so I think, you know, hopefully what people understood is, you know, kind of the process that God has for us, that there is a process, there's steps that he has for us in our mm-hmm. relationship with them, you know? And so the very first step is the baptism, because uh, baptism simply means an immersion into, uh, but it's a baptism into a relationship with Jesus Christ or into the body of Christ. And so when we accept Jesus Christ, um, Mm -hmm. we are baptized into the family of Christ. We are part of that family. And it's the most important step in our Mm -hmm. spiritual journey. And so this is the difference between heaven and hell that we talk about and these other things is have I made my relationship with God correct, right? And so that's Mm -hmm. that very first baptism. And then scripture, we see it lay out for us that once you have been saved, once you've Mm -hmm. accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, he says, you know what I want you to do now is I want you to get water baptized. Mm -hmm. And the water baptism, is a public declaration of our faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a guarantee of salvation no. by no. by any means. Um, it is not a requirement mm-hmm. to get into a to heaven. It's simply saying to people like, "Hey, I have accepted Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and I just want to tell the world about it." And so, our our public decision to accept Christ that we did in the first baptism mm-hmm. um, now goes public. You know, and I think Sunday I used the illustration. If, if people hadn't listened to that yet, um, you know, it's your it's your wedding ceremony. Um, mm-hmm. You know, your vows and that commitment that you make is what make you married. Mm-hmm. And then we put a ring on to symbolize, like, "Hey, I'm taken. I'm in mm-hmm. a relationship with somebody." And and we all know that, you know, yeah. like, "Hey, if you're yeah. single out there, you might be like, you know, hanging out at places and like, <laughs> hey, is there a ring?" on there uh-huh, you know uh-huh. and once you see the ring you're like oh they're taken you know yeah. and so that's the same thing with that relationship with jesus christ it's like hey i've accepted christ as my lord and savior and water mm-hmm. baptism is that kind of outward expression of it and so okay. those are the first two steps mm-hmm. that that we should be taking in our spiritual journey and so mm-hmm. um if you're listening today and you've never been water baptized mm-hmm. we really encourage that like yeah. it's i think it's a great step and you know maybe you've been saved like your whole life and you're mm-hmm. like man Aaron, i said like yes to jesus like when i was mm-hmm. like 18 years old but i never got water baptized then what are you waiting for yeah like, go get water baptized yeah do it. <laughs> we have a lot of people too who uh they take a step when they're really young and they get water baptized but they didn't really un- maybe they didn't understand yeah. the full meaning of it uh-huh. and so we have a lot of people who you know recommit their life to christ and they go hey i just i really understand this now mm-hmm. and i do want to take that step and i think that's a huge thing it's, it's, and we really encourage yeah. them around here mm-hmm. because like you know i think um you know, you don't want it just to be ritualistic, yes. you know? And mm-hmm. I think as you're coming up through church sometimes, like, it, it, oh, okay, it's ritualistic and you're, mm-hmm. you're young and maybe you haven't fully grasped that. It's yeah. not that you have to go back because, yeah. you know, it's not a guarantee of salvation. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of just that fresh recommitment yeah. to Christ. And a lot of people come to us and go, man, I accepted Christ. Mm-hmm. I got baptized. And then, like, I walked away from this thing, yeah. you know? And that's just kind of like, hey. Mm-hmm. This is new life. Like you came back and let's, let's celebrate that. Yeah. So. And it's awesome to see too. So if you're watching, I just want to encourage you check out our Facebook um, page. We have a ton of baptism stories just over the past couple of months. We've had like seven people who's yeah. gotten baptized. And so it's just been awesome to celebrate with them. Uh, so let's jump into the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This is the okay. third baptism. Yes. This is what we spent the time on majority of the time on Sunday. Uh, first off, explain to us what this is, because I know that you said we receive the Holy Spirit at salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this baptism of the Holy Spirit. So what's the difference between the two? Can yeah. we talk about that a little bit? So um, I, I, I want people to be very clear on that because I think that's one that 
people have had differing opinions on, you know, mm-hmm. like I do believe at the moment of salvation that the Holy Spirit is alive and active inside of our lives. So that that's really this Holy Spirit that kind of puts the nudgings in our heart to even come to Christ, you know, mm-hmm. that that's a drawing piece or whatever. Um, and he's alive in us, you know, guiding us and leading us and stuff like that. But when we talk about a baptism, once again, it's an immersion into, you know, mm-hmm. and so the moment of salvation, the Holy Spirit is present. He brings us into a right relationship, kind of probably nudges our heart to say, mm-hmm. hey, there's something wrong inside of your life. You know, you've made some decisions and choices that don't honor God. We we confess those sins. We get baptized into the body of Christ. Hopefully we get water baptized. But there is this immersion of power. And I think there's three baptisms. I said this Sunday, and people need to be very clear about it, is the reason there's three baptisms is because God does not want to get this confused with our free gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. It's a salvation is a free gift there's nothing that you have to do for it everything has already been done for you you just mm-hmm. you just got to receive that yeah so these next two like water baptism mm-hmm. you got to go do something yeah i mean like yep. for us you got to mm-hmm. sign up you got to go do those things mm-hmm. and that third baptism what we see is he says hey go go wait for this gift that i'm about ready mm-hmm. to, to give you and it's going to be an immersion into a power because i have a mission for you mm-hmm. and i want to send you in this power that's available to you and and it was this power that mm-hmm. came upon the disciples. It was this uh, power that came on the early church that really, that's it's why we have the spread of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Like we needed a power that was outside of ourselves, mm-hmm. that was outside of our own abilities so that this gospel could go around the world. Mm-hmm. And we still need that power today. Yeah. We still need that immersion into the Holy Ghost. And so that's what we see mm-hmm. happen in Acts chapter two mm-hmm. is that there is this waiting, there's this immersion of power. And then we see it through other passages of scripture in the Bible where he talks about this third baptism that is available to us. I think we just mm-hmm. got to seek out inside of our lives. And it's really about just kind of going deeper mm-hmm. in our relationship with Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah. Um, and so we used Ezekiel um, mm-hmm. kind of as a, uh, the prophet Ezekiel had this vision and it was like, you know, stepping out into the water, mm-hmm. um, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep. And then mm-hmm. he said, there's a place in this river where it's over my head, yeah. you know? And I think that's really where we get mm-hmm. where the Holy Ghost goes, okay, we can do these things, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's kind of stepping into those things a little yeah. bit. There's a process though. Yeah. And, and we don't rush the process, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if God's has something for you and he wants it for your life, let's not rush the process. Mm-hmm. But the most important step, salvation, salvation. Yep. you know, and then we kind of walk through this process mm-hmm. and go, God, what do you have for my life? And I think it's interesting the way you talked about that is, is the fullness of the Holy Spirit inside mm-hmm. of our life. You know, all, all of God is, is there when we decide to follow Jesus, yeah. but then it's the fullness of him and like exactly. all of the, you know, the power and the authority that we can walk in through him. And, you know, I think you do, you have to be ready to step into that. You know, when are you ready to take that step and understanding that um, we always talk about faith being a journey. Yep. And so faith is always a journey that we're on and we're walking through it. And so learning when is it for you to take that next step? And I think it's different for every person, but I think when you're ready, God's ready mm-hmm. and you just have to be able to kind of yeah. take that step into it. And, and I think it's it's just it's just this deeper level of intimacy that God mm-hmm. wants to have with us. It's a it's a you know just to continue to go a little bit further inside of this mm-hmm. thing, you know. Um and it's the process that he wants us to walk through, you know. And so I think we just seek those things out inside of our lives and it, it's available to us, you know. Yeah. So. Okay, so another thing that we talked about was the gift of speaking in tongues. And yeah. this this is the one that scares oh, yeah. everybody away, right? right? This is like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, I mean a lot of times it's like, you know, this is the one that brings a lot of confusion. It does. Yeah. It does bring a lot of confusion. And so you told us that this is a gift that was given as a sign and strength for the believers. Mm-hmm. And it's probably, like I said, it's probably the most controversial idea of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. out there. Um, so let's talk about this gift for a bit and help shed some light on what we believe it is and what mm-hmm. we believe it is not. Yeah. You know, and so this is the most controversial one. 
um, I think we we need to understand though. I mean, we do see it in scripture, you know, mm-hmm. and that's sort of the foundation we were trying to lay a little bit Sunday. Um, in Acts chapter two, um, they were baptized in the Holy Ghost, and one of the initial signs of that was that they began to speak. Um, in this mm-hmm. tongues, and that became on that day a sign to those that were outside of the room. Mm-hmm. They heard him speak in these languages, and they're like, "Man, what are, what's going yeah. on? How are they speaking in our native language?" I mean, so mm-hmm. that's how these that's how this worked on that day. They heard him in their own language, and it became a sign. Peter mm-hmm. gets up now with this new emboldened power inside mm-hmm. of his life because of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, yeah. preaches a message, mm-hmm. and thousands are saved. You yeah. know, on that day, and it became a sign to those. Mm-hmm. And then they accepted Christ, and they started. Guess what they did? They yep. started on their spiritual journey. They were mm-hmm. baptized into the body of Christ. Um, we don't see that day. That doesn't necessarily say like they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. on, but they were baptized in the body of Christ and they started mm-hmm. their spiritual journey. Yeah. Um, and so there is a lot of confusion around this, but we see it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And if we see it there, then I think it's one of those things that just because there's some confusion around it, mm-hmm. it can't be one of those things where just like, no, we just yeah, don't, we yeah, don't want to, yeah. we don't want to follow, you know, we just, we're not going to listen to that, you know, um, mm-hmm. that's not for us or whatever, you know, and uh, it seems like sometimes we do that with Old Testament stuff, mm-hmm. like, well, that was the Old Testament, you know, like it, we're under nah, the new covenant, yeah, 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 yeah you know, yeah, yeah. like we don't, um, but this is New Testament, mm-hmm. you know, and so you can't use that argument. No. Um, so it's there. So we need to bring understanding mm-hmm. around it, that it was an evidence that was there. We see it actually again in Acts chapter 19. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Paul lays some hands on some individuals that were disciples, and he says, hey, receive the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. they began to speak in tongues and prophesy, it says on mm-hmm. that day. We see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 when Paul talks about spiritual gifts. Yep. Here's one of the gifts that, mm-hmm. that's available there inside of that that kind of follows inside of this relationship uh, with the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost inside of our lives. And so, um, you know, so it's there. Yeah. Um, it's a sign, mm-hmm. but it's also a strength. Yes. And I think that's where um, we really need to kind of focus in a little bit mm-hmm. too, is that this is a strength for believers. And so if God has mm-hmm. something that can strengthen our relationship with him, mm-hmm. then I think it's something we should just begin to ask God about, you yeah. know, and not get like overwhelmed by it, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but we just need to be to say, okay, God, this is a good gift that you have mm-hmm. and you want me to have it in my life. Yes. Then God pour that into my life. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let, let that be something that I experience. you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, no different than, you know, when my kids want something for Christmas, mm-hmm. you know what they do? They ask for it, yep. <laughs> you know, and a lot. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and for them, those are good gifts. And they're like, yeah. Hey dad, can I, you know, Mm-hmm. If you so choose, would you would you mm-hmm. buy this for me? Mm-hmm. Would you give this to me? You know, yeah. and um, and I think it's the same with our heavenly Father. You know mm-hmm. that we just need to come to Him and say, God, if you have this, mm-hmm. and and you're willing to put put this into my life, then God, I'm going to ask you for it, and it's a mm-hmm. good thing. And so it becomes strength for the believers. We talked about how it perfects our prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, Chris, I think you know, just so our listeners have some context, it's a gift that both of us have experienced inside mm-hmm. of our lives. You know, the that baptism of the Holy Spirit, and for us that that contributed with an evidence of speaking in mm-hmm. tongues you know mm-hmm. um i remember that experience in my life and as i t- share with the church on sunday um i know it's good i know it's powerful i know mm-hmm. that there's benefits inside of it and so i just want as many people to go hey mm-hmm. if that's good and available let's seek it out you know yeah. so it perfects our prayers mm-hmm. that sometimes that we we walk in at least this is how it's worked in my life I, you know i go to pray mm-hmm. and no clue what to pr- you know mm-hmm. what what to do inside that what to really say it's a heavenly language is what the bible says mm-hmm. and so it allows us to speak to god in terms that we can never mm-hmm. verbalize with our own yeah language exactly you know 
So yeah, on that side of it. And I think so. So here's something I I just to share mm-hmm. with people who are watching today. I think a lot of times we take what something looks like a gift that we've seen, and the only thing that we can compare it to is what we've seen it and experienced it. Exactly. And so you may experience it. Everyone experiences it differently. Maybe you've seen it in church in a certain way. Maybe you've heard it in somebody in your life a certain way. And so I would I would just give this uh, caution to people is to say you know approach God with this mindset of God. I want everything that you have for me. Mm-hmm. And God, I see that this is this in Scripture. And stop trying to attach it to something you've seen and just say, God, whatever this is in my yeah. life, I want I want yeah. that, you know, because I think it can look very different in people's lives. You it know doesn't what I mean? have to mimic everything you've seen, you know, and I think yeah. that's the, the problem, you know, we mm-hmm. just, we always, it's got to, it's, let's yes. mimic it off of this, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's counterfeit, I think sometimes, yes. like God is fresh and new mm-hmm. and, and how he pours it out in your life and how it pours out mm-hmm. it may look a little bit different but it can still all be from god mm-hmm. you know um and so it does you know those are these things we talk about like this is the benefits of these strengths it perfects our prayers it mm-hmm. brings intimacy with god you know mm-hmm. it's this it's this uh, this ability to communicate with god when we don't really even know what to say in these mm-hmm. moments you know and and that's where i've seen it powerful in my life like i just man feel like yeah you know like man they're going through something i have no clue what they're going mm-hmm. through you know i can just tell they're having a bad day you mm-hmm. know so you start praying for them and you're like god i don't even know what to like mm-hmm. what do i pray for and so that's this communication that god yeah. goes hey you intercede on their behalf mm-hmm. and i'm going to show up and then it does give us this strength inside mm-hmm. of our life you know and i talked about that sunday it builds the person up you know mm-hmm. and this is why it's a strength for us that it gives us some courage sometimes mm-hmm. to go Okay, God, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take this thing, yeah. you know. Like I feel your presence, I feel what you're leading me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've prayed about it, we've spoken to you about it, and God, we're gonna we're gonna go and, and do this and step into those areas. And so, um, you know, and the two things I highlighted about this gift, and and I think unfortunately, um, and my my thing is mm-hmm. I don't ever want this to be Victory Hill Church. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I think sometimes it it's it's been conveyed out there is that speaking in tongues mm-hmm. this this one gift of, yeah. of the spiritual gift makes me better mm-hmm. than you, mm-hmm. and I, I despise no. yeah. that, mindset, that mindset like so much. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you though, let me just preface it this way: mm-hmm. I don't just despise that with this gift of speaking in tongues. I despise it with all the gifts mm-hmm. because one gift is not better than the other. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, it, the gifts that I have in my life are not better. And I talked mm-hmm. about this on the week we talked about this here. Are not better than the spiritual gifts that God's placed into you. They're different, mm-hmm. and they are going to operate different. Mm-hmm. But all of these gifts are necessary. And so let's stop thinking because this gift is available in my life or this gift is available that this mm-hmm. makes me better than you no we all need each other in this thing yeah. and so no one gift is better than the other mm. and speaking in tongues is not a badge of spirituality mm. um, it's not a necessarily like my gift is better than your gift it's just a gift that's available and mm. this is one of those gifts I think that we see God talk about hey if you want to ask freely for this one mm. you know and that he could pour that out inside of our lives you know and then that you know I think the other side that's so misconstrued and we talked about Sunday is that when the, when this reception of the baptism of the Holy Spirit or like speaking in tongues is that it's like an out of yeah out of body body experience experience or like i'm just out of control Uh, and i didn't i didn't know what was happening in this mm -hmm. moment it's in partnership with god and um you know god may ask us to do some things that goes okay this is different this Mm -hmm. is stepping out of the boat a little bit you know Mm -hmm. because god always asks us to do things that kind of puts us to those ledges of of faith you know Mm -hmm. those are faith Mm -hmm. moments you know um but it's not out of control and you are you still partner with this Mm -hmm. you know and so i i don't love when they well I just didn't know what I was doing. Like, you yeah. know, like it just, I, yeah. I just couldn't help it. Mm. 
I caution a little yeah. bit there, you yeah. know, so very much so. So at the close of this talk, we, you talked about how we can be filled with the Holy spirit and, and the power that operates there. And so you said, there's some things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to remove all barriers, mm-hmm. um, request the gift of the Holy spirit, receive him by faith and relate to him daily. Mm-hmm. And I just, I found this, this closing piece very important because I think this really wraps up the Holy Spirit and what we need to understand about him. So talk to us a bit about this process and why it's so essential yep. for each of us. Um, let's remove theological barriers. Let's mm-hmm. remove whatever barriers. Just remove every barrier in your life that's keeping you from taking a step in God's mm-hmm. direction. So whether that's the baptism into the body of Christ, water baptism, mm-hmm. baptism in the Holy Ghost, why don't we all just say, you know, I'm going to remove everything that may be keeping me from anything that God has mm-hmm. for me. So let's remove those. Um, request it. The Bible says he's a good father. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked about my kids asking stuff for Christmas. You know, as a good father, I, there's sometimes I don't give them everything on their list. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, it's, you know, it's because in my limited capacity, I can't, Yeah, yeah <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but our father in heaven has it all. Mm-hmm. And so let's request. He, he's good on that side of it. Um, and then uh, we receive him by faith. We, mm-hmm. we kind of walk out into this thing and go, okay, God, I I'm going to receive this by faith. And then that last part relate to him daily is mm-hmm. I, I hope in four weeks of the series that that's the one thing that people begin to understand. We need the Holy spirit in our lives daily. Yes. Like if you daily mm-hmm. spend time with God mm-hmm. daily, ask the Holy spirit for wisdom and direction and guidance and peace inside of your life. Do not push him off and mm-hmm. do not think the Holy spirit is a Sunday morning experience inside of your life or a one day of the week. daily, daily, daily wake up and say, Holy spirit, let's go on a journey today. Mm-hmm. And I'm open to whatever you have and I'll go on whatever adventure mm-hmm. and I'll say yes to whatever you ask me to do and yeah. just man, venture out there. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it'll come alive for you. Yeah. So it's so cool. It's so cool too. I think like growing up, I, I, I kind of thought that prayer and conversation with God was something that was like excluded for certain times of the day or certain moments. And um, I actually had been reading this book called The Practice of the Presence, and it, it talks about, you know, the the presence of God is something that we have access to every moment of every day. Like it could be right now in this conversation, just you know, and it doesn't have to be some super fancy religious, you know, lingo. Mm-hmm. It's just leaning into the fact that the Holy Spirit is there with us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and just having that conversation. I think that is what's so cool about the Holy Spirit. That's like the you know, the power, you know, peace inside of all this. So I think that that's such a powerful thing is that we need to relate to him daily. Yeah. Um, Practice of the presence, uh is that the one with the a monk? Yes, Brother Lawrence. Brother yes. Lawrence uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good book. I read it mm-hmm. many years ago or whatever, so maybe some of our listeners even want to you know, yeah. lean into that Check a little it out. bit. Yeah, awesome. So, all right, so I'll give you this chance. So we've had a four-week series. We've mm-hmm. been on Ghost Stories. So out of out of the whole series, if there's one thing that you could kind of relate to people and say, hey, I want you to take this home. I want this to be the thing that you take from this series. Mm-hmm. What would that be? So I think when it comes to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost inside of our life, let me conclude, because actually we used it in week one, and we used it in week four, and I said it's mm-hmm. a simple prayer that you can pray. Like maybe get all the other barriers out of the way. God, mm-hmm. if you have it and I need it, I want all that you have inside of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that position of our heart with the Holy Spirit inside of our lives, mm-hmm. I think it's going to open up so many avenues. You know, I'm not going to get caught up in one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not even just going to get caught up and focused on the speaking of tongues. Mm-hmm. God, if you have it and I need it, I want all that you have for mm-hmm. me. And I'm telling you, if people will position themselves that way, I think it then, um, let me just give one example or one illustration real quick to kind of close it. I think it's almost like a spigot and the Holy ghost is a spigot. He's a, he's the Holy spirit is a spigot in our life. And 
we he, that spigot's on, mm-hmm. and sometimes we're just not under mm-hmm. that. And I so think good. the positioning of our heart, God, if you have it and I need it, I want all that mm-hmm. you have, puts us under that. And if we say, God, now I'm under that that leading mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit in my life, God, everything you have, now flow it down on my life. And if you'll do that, mm-hmm. who knows what he's going to pour out? Who knows what yeah. gifts he's going to plant inside of your life? Who knows how he's going to lead you or the peace that he's going to give to you? But man, mm-hmm. it's awesome when you mm-hmm. find yourself under the faucet that God has in our life. So good. Such a great series. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed having our conversations. Uh, thank you so much for being here today. And I uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for sharing and liking and commenting. Um, we want to encourage you to continue to do that. Um, and we will see you right back here next week for Between the Lines. <laughs>